This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Morning at 66 degrees at 604. Maybe some issues with some fog and mist. We've had a little light rain into the early morning hours today. 80% chance of showers today. Afternoon thunderstorms also possible. Some storms could produce heavy rain and a high today in the mid to upper 70s. Another local county is going back to daily COVID-19 updates as the number of cases continues to soar. Broome County recently resumed slightly scaled down daily reports without upgrades to its COVID maps, but providing daily active case reports. Now, Shenango County, which recorded three additional deaths due to the pandemic last week, says it will post daily updates on the Health Department Facebook page. Shenango County yesterday reported a total of 3,694 cases since the start of the pandemic. That's a 73% or 73 case increase over the last week. Last report a week earlier, August 9th, the county reported three additional deaths for a total of 80. Broom reports 34 new active cases in its daily report that is now filed Monday through Friday. That's an increase of 34. Broom also recorded two additional deaths since Friday. New York State reports Broom's total cases at 19,285. Cortland County has continued daily updates and reported 34 new cases yesterday for a total of 4,757 and one additional death for a total of 66. Delaware County's weekly update covering from August 6th through the 12th shows 78 new cases for a total of 2,564. There have been 52 deaths. Tioga County's numbers are not easily accessible. In Pennsylvania, Bradford County had 36 new cases for the week, Susquehanna 33, and Wayne County 59. There were no new deaths reported for the week in any of the three northern tier counties. WMBF First News Time 606. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says health care workers in the state will be required to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Cuomo yesterday announced the vaccination mandate that includes staff at hospitals and long-term care facilities. The requirement is scheduled to take effect on, on September 27th. State Department of Health will issue the orders to New York hospitals and nursing homes. The governor's announcement indicated there would be limited exceptions for people with religious or medical reasons. According to Cuomo, three-quarters of the state's hospital workers have completed a vaccine series. A news release stated Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul's administration was briefed prior to the announcement. Hochul is expected to become governor on August 24th when Cuomo's resignation is scheduled to become effective. WMBF News Time 607. Tioga Opportunities Incorporated is hosting an event tomorrow to call attention to agencies and services that help residents deal with the emotional impact of the ongoing pandemic. Agency Spotlight Grief During COVID-19 is being presented from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Countryside Community Center and will be live streamed on the TOI YouTube channel. For in-person reservations, call 607-687-4120, extension 308. In addition to Tioga Opportunities, Tioga County Mental Health Hygiene, a New Hope Center, and Casa Trinity will be presenting information about their programs and services. A panel discussion will also be open to talk about COVID-19 related grief. Officials say that grief can manifest in a number of ways, including in personal relationships, job and school performance, and as well as cases of substance abuse and domestic violence. 
WMBF First News Time 608. New York State Police are looking for a person who was driving a vehicle involved in a deadly hit-and-run incident in Otsego County over the weekend. Investigators say a pedestrian was hit and killed late Sunday night or early yesterday morning on Route 205 near Country Club Road in the town of Oneana. The driver did not stop at the scene or contact police. An update from the authorities says the vehicle has been located, but no further information concerning a driver. Anyone with information is asked to Contact the state police at 607-561-7400. The name of the person who died has not been released. Police also provide no details about the type of vehicle that was involved. The Pennsylvania Department of Transportation is hosting an open house hiring event today at PennDOT offices in the District 4 region. Job seekers can apply for positions like equipment operator, radio dispatcher, auto mechanic, and stock clerk from 9 until noon at the PennDOT office in Susquehanna County at 1878-6 State Route 706 in Montrose. Open house job fairs are also being held at the PennDOT District 4 office on Keystone Industrial Park Road in Dunmore and at the offices in Lackawanna, Luzerne, Pike, Wyoming, and in Wayne County at 984 Texas Palmyra Highway in Honesdale. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 610, it's your early bird traffic and weather together. We do it four times an hour every 15 minutes on First News Binghamton. No travel problems at this point. Could be travel problems later on because of heavy rain. We will keep you posted. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Showers, thunderstorms possible in the afternoon. Some storms could produce heavy rain. High 77. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely. The low, 68. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds. High 78. And mostly cloudy Thursday. Showers likely and maybe a thunderstorm. High 79. Right now it's 64. In downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 611. Good morning. I'm Bob Joseph. It's First News Binghamton live and local bringing you all the information you need. The local and regional news, the national and world news from ABC. We bring it to you every morning from 6 to 8. And then we can talk about it on Binghamton Now from 8 to 10. And today will be a very interesting Binghamton Now program. I encourage you to tune in and join us. You can talk about what many are calling the debacle in Afghanistan. President Biden is defending his administration's choices. If you have thoughts on what has transpired over the last several days in Afghanistan, or if you have thoughts with respect to the tragedy that continues to unfold in Haiti, or if you want to talk about things close to home, we invite you to do that. One of our special guests today on Binghamton Now will be a woman who spent several years in Afghanistan working on a unique journalism program, and she'll bring her perspective to our broadcast today. Some insights. She says peace was possible in Afghanistan. She'll explain on our program today from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Times. 
Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 6.15, your Tuesday morning sports. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies start their six-game series in Portland tonight, battling the Sea Dogs. First pitch will be 6 o'clock, weather permitting. Hopefully, they won't be affected by the rain that's um, overspreading the Northeast. We'll find out in about 12 hours. In terms of other sports action, a big win for the Yankees in the Bronx. Garrett Cole pitched two hit ball into the sixth inning and struck out nine in his return from the COVID injured list. Joey Gallo hit a two run homer as New York beat Los Angeles. The Angels lost the Yankees two to one. New York has now won 10 of 13 and pulled within two games of Boston for an American League wild card spot. The Yankees will open the three game series against the Red Sox with a day night doubleheader today. Meanwhile, late last night, or for us, early this morning in San Francisco, Chris Bryant hit two home runs. Kevin Gaussman set a career high for wins, and the San Francisco Giants beat the New York Mets 7-5. to So that's the way the ball bounced for uh, the Mets. Brandon Crawford had four hits to continue his surge at the plate over the past month. San Francisco's all-star shortstop, who signed a $32 million two-year contract last week, is hitting 427 over his last 28 games. Pinch hitter Brandon Belt also homered, and Wilmer Flores added two hits and an RBI. The Giants have now won 16 of 21. On the other hand, the Mets have lost four straight. One other Yankees note, manager Aaron Boone isn't certain that Clint Frazier will be able to play baseball again after the outfielder was pulled from a minor league rehab assignment amid continuing issues with his vision. The 26-year-old Frazier began a minor league rehab assignment last Tuesday after missing six weeks due to dizziness and other symptoms consistent with vertigo. He went four for ten over three games, but Boone said Frazier felt unwell prior to Sunday's game with double-A Somerset and took himself out of the lineup. That's the latest from the world of sports on News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 618. Check of money news now. Looking ahead to the day in business with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors pushed the major stock indexes to new record highs to start the week after shaking off some disappointing economic news. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors pushed the major stock indexes to new record highs to start the week after shaking off some disappointing economic news out of China. The Dow Jones finished up 110 points at 35,625. The S&P 500 gained about 12 points. The Nasdaq Composite lost 29. The Federal Reserve may be months away from scaling back its easy money policies. The Wall Street Journal says several Fed officials want to begin pulling back on bond purchases, possibly as soon as November. Spirit Airlines says recent flight disruptions affected tens of thousands of customers, caused chaos at airports around the country, and cost it about $50 million in revenue. As a result, the carrier is now scaling back its third quarter service schedule. 
Check the freezer. The Food and Drug Administration has expanded a recall of shrimp from Avanti Frozen Foods. Nine people in four different states have come down with salmonella after eating products from that company. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 619 at WNBF. Coming up, we'll check in with Dr. Sanjay. At 620 on First News Binghamton, let's think healthy thoughts with the doctors, sponsored by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Are avocados really healthy? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. I'm not a big believer in superfoods because you should be eating so many different kinds of healthy food, all the colors of the rainbow, that's the point. But I will say avocados are pretty high up on the list of foods that are good for your health. The reason is that they're packed with monounsaturated fats, which nutritionist Lisa Dreyer say work to lower your LDL or bad cholesterol without affecting your HDL or good cholesterol. Avocados are a great source of potassium, which helps regulate nerve function and also move nutrients into cells while taking away waste, according to the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Potassium can also help lower your blood pressure, according to the American Heart Association, and avocados are high in fiber, meaning this fruit can keep you satisfied or satiated longer. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. A crying baby is impossible to ignore, but a quiet baby can be easy to forget. Every year, dozens of children lose their lives because otherwise attentive adults forgot they were in the back seat. It only takes a moment for a car to heat up to dangerous levels, even on cooler days. So get in the habit of always looking in the back seat and use reminders to ensure baby is always with you. Where's baby? Look before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Better Life, every weekday morning here on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time 623, coming up, traffic and weather together. And enter- Traffic and weather together, now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 625, no big trouble to report on local roadways in Pennsylvania, 81 southbound in Susquehanna County at Gibson. Between mile markers 219 and 220, there will be a lane restriction today and tomorrow and Thursday because there will be some patching going on, weather permitting. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, showers and thunderstorms today. Some of the storms could produce heavy rain, high 77, more showers and thunderstorms tonight. Patchy fog developing, low 68, cloudy tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms with a high of 78 and mostly cloudy Thursday. Showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm, high 79 right now. It's 64 in downtown Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 626. It's Tuesday, August 17th, 2020. 
entertainment news. A lot of the people behind Big Little Lies are back with the new show, Nine Perfect Strangers. Welcome to Tranquil House. Nicole Kidman leads the ensemble cast. She plays a self-help guru running an exclusive wellness retreat. All right, let's go meditate. And while Bobby Cannavale's character checks in, he tells me... He wouldn't. It's not a place I would go to. The closest thing I'd go to of this would be like, you know, sandals with the kids. Yeah, it's not your idea of a vacation. Or yeah, I like to be in a place that's nice looking is in, and, and, and where people leave me alone. Nine Perfect Strangers is out tomorrow on Hulu. Makes no difference. A new honor for Ray Charles. The music legend will be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. His 1962 album, Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music, was groundbreaking and best-selling. Charles will be joined in next year's class by mother-daughter duo The Judds. It's, it's what it is. And happy birthday to legendary actor Robert De Niro. The Irishman star is 78 today. Jason Nathans in ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason, and that's entertainment. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Good morning. It's 6. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 66 degrees at 6.30. The forecast for today. Showers, possibly thunderstorms, maybe some fog and mist around this morning. Some of those storms could contain some heavy rainfall, a high today, getting into the mid to upper 70s. Fred weakened from a tropical storm to a depression as it trekked inland, spreading heavy rains over the U.S. southeast, while earthquake-damaged Haiti reeled under a drenching from grace, a depression. They regained tropical storm status overnight. No deaths have been reported from Fred. The thousands of Florida Panhandle residents were reported without power after its landfall there on Monday. U.S. experts are expecting to recommend COVID-19 vaccine boosters for all Americans, regardless of age, eight months after they receive their second dose of the shot. The goal is to ensure lasting protection against the coronavirus as the Delta variant spreads across the country. That is, according to some people that spoke to the Associated Press, discussing internal deliberations in the health industry. Britain is trying to make the best of a bad situation in Kabul as things continue to deteriorate in Afghanistan. Intelligence ignored. The UK, like others, caught completely flat-footed. No one saw this coming. Uh, of course we would have taken action if we had. Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab on the immediate task at hand. We expect over the next 24 hours to have 350 more both British nationals and Afghan nationals who've worked for us are coming out. So the situation is stabilizing, but obviously we're monitoring it very carefully. To help the evacuation, 200 more British soldiers have been flown in. Tom Rivers, ABC News, of the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time 632. New York State Police are investigating a hit-and-run collision in Oneana that has left a pedestrian dead. Troopers say they've located the vehicle but are looking for information about the driver who hit a pedestrian on Route 205 near Country Club Road late Sunday night or early yesterday morning and left the scene. Authorities have not released the name of the pedestrian who was killed or a description of the vehicle. Pennsylvania State Police in Susquehanna County are not giving up on an over four-year-old homicide case. Authorities have again released information about the death of Calvin Eugene Fitchter. Fitchter's body was discovered in the upstairs bedroom of his home on Cal's Way in Great Bend Township with several gunshot wounds 
when troopers responded to the home at around 3 p.m. on November 21st of 2016. A handgun belonging to Fitchner was missing from the home. A cash reward is being offered. Anyone with information can call 570-465-3154. New York State has ordered hospital and nursing home workers to get COVID-19 inoculations, and New York City is poised to start requiring them today for anyone in restaurant, dining rooms, gyms, museums, and many other leisure venues in New York City. The new policies aim to goad people into getting vaccinated. Like the rest of the United States, New York is confronting a coronavirus wave powered by the highly infectious Delta variant of the virus. School districts will have to opt in, but Pennsylvania is offering voluntary COVID-19 testing for all K-12 through schools. State health and education officials made the announcement yesterday. For participating school districts, the weekly test will be conducted in classrooms. Tests will involve a nasal swab with samples pooled and run as a single test to identify the presence of COVID-19 in a school. Boston-based Concentric by Ginkgo Bioworks was awarded an $87 million contract to run Pennsylvania's program. The company operates statewide programs in Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, Arizona, North Carolina, and some other states. New York State Assembly Judiciary Committee may be dropping the impeachment proceedings against soon-to-be former Governor Andrew Cuomo, but the Speaker of the House promises there will be a public report. While Carl Hasty announced Friday that under legal advice the committee would not look to impeach Cuomo as he will no longer be a sitting elected official, the legislative report on alleged misdeeds will be made public. Cuomo has been under scrutiny after being implicated by an attorney general investigation into sexual harassment against 11 women, as well as the underreporting of COVID-related nursing home deaths, possible use of public resources in the writing of his multi-million dollar book on his response to the pandemic, and even on the construction of the replacement to the Tappan Zee Bridge, which the governor renamed the Mario Cuomo Bridge in honor of his late father, former New York Governor Mario Cuomo. There's no indication on just when the judiciary committee findings might be released to the public. Cuomo is due to leave office in one week at midnight, August 24th. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul then steps in as the 57th governor of the state of New York. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. WNBF News Time 637. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. Coming up, we'll check out traffic and weather together. We do it every four, well, not every four minutes, four times an hour every 15 minutes at 10, 25, 40, and 55. Traffic and weather together. And also, coming up, we'll take a look at Tuesday morning sports, baseball report, and also, right after that, the business news. And at 6.50, Kim Commando poses an interesting question. Why is Donald Trump banned from Twitter, but the Taliban spokesman is not? That's coming up in 12 minutes. WNBF News Time, 6.50. 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 640, everything seems fine in Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties. We have no reports of serious crashes or unexpected delays. Broome County Highway Department plans to do some patching on Caldwell Hill Road. Of course, all maintenance operations subject to the weather. Regardless, watch out for work zones around the Twin Tiers throughout the day today. Pay close attention. Keep yourself out of, out of a jam and keep everyone safe. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. A rainy few days ahead. Showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms today could produce heavy rain. High 77. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms will, again, produce heavy rain. Patchy fog developing. Low 68. Tomorrow, more showers, more thunderstorms. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds. The high 78 for Thursday, mostly cloudy, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm, high 79. Right now it's 64 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. The guidance from the National Weather Service today, isolated thunderstorms this afternoon may produce locally heavy rainfall that could lead to flash flooding in a few spots. Then tomorrow... Additional rounds of heavy rainfall associated with remnants of Tropical Storm Fred are possible. That could continue into Thursday. Locations that experience multiple rounds of heavy rain may see urban and small stream flooding. There's also a threat of severe thunderstorms tomorrow and tomorrow night. So stay tuned to WNBF for the latest weather developments, any watches or warnings that may be issued by the National Weather Service. You'll be able to hear it right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF, where news breaks first. Federal regulators are investigating the autopilot system used by Tesla. There have been too many crashes, and now there will be a very close look at the potential flaws within the system. According to the New York Times, the investigation was prompted by at least 11 crashes in which Teslas used autopilot. They say that's an assisted driving system that supposedly can steer, accelerate, and brake on its own. Apparently, in some cases, Teslas drove into parked fire trucks, police cars, and other emergency vehicles, creating yet another emergency. So we'll see what their review finds regarding Tesla and its autopilot system. WNBF News Time, 643 Sports. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 645, the Rumble Ponies were off yesterday for their Monday break. Back to business tonight on the road in Portland, Maine. When they take on the Sea Dogs, first pitch at 6 p.m., weather permitting. In the Bronx, Yankees had a big win in a low-scoring contest against the Angels. Joey Gallo hit a two-run homer as New York beat the Angels in a very um, important defensive uh, game, pitching duel. The only scoring happened in the first inning. As we uh, said, the Yankees uh, wound up on the board 2-1. to one. Aaron Judge scored as Mr. Gallo hit a two-run home run to right field 
in the first inning. Swung on, line to right, it is high, it is far, it is gone! It is a two-run blast in the second deck and right. Joey Jackson. He hits a two-run blast. That ball got out of here in about a second and a half. Well, he's pal Joey. A two-run home run, and the Yankees take a 2-1 lead. John Sterling on 66, the fan with the call. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, not a great day for uh, Mets fans, actually a night, or even early this morning. Game concluded early this morning, Eastern time. Chris Bryant hit two-run uh, two home runs. Kevin Gossman set a career high for wins. The Giants beat the Mets 7-5. to Brandon Crawford had four hits to continue his surge at the plate over the past month. Quinnen Williams was back on the field and smiling with his weight finally over. The Jets' defensive lineman was activated from the physically unable-to-perform list after off-season surgery on a broken foot sidelined him the past few months. Williams worked in individual drills but not team periods as he builds up his conditioning. Coach Robert Sala said the defensive lineman is not expected to play in the preseason game Saturday night at Green Bay. Williams had surgery in May, but was in meetings with the team through the first few weeks of training camp, despite not practicing. The Giants have waived injured third-string quarterback Clayton Thompson, rather Clayton Thorson, and signed former Michigan State star Brian Lewerk. The team announcing the moves Monday, just two days after Thorson sustained a concussion while being sacked for his safety late in that 12-7 loss to the Jets. It's the latest in sports on this Tuesday morning. WNBF News Time, 648, coming up in a couple of minutes. Kim Commando, why, she is wondering. Is Donald Trump banned from Twitter, but not the Taliban spokesman? Let's take a look at some money news. Asian stock markets have declined amid turmoil in Afghanistan and unease about China's economic outlook after July activity was weaker than expected. Shanghai, Hong Kong, and South Korea retreated while Tokyo rose. Tokyo rose. Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 rose to a new high despite rising American coronavirus infections. In fact, the S&P is now double what it was at its low point in March 2022. U.S. experts are expected to recommend COVID vaccine boosters for all Americans, regardless of age, eight months after they receive their second dose of the shot. The goal will be to ensure lasting protection against the coronavirus as the Delta variant spreads across the country. That's according to a couple of people who discussed the matter anonymously because they were not permitted to speak publicly. An announcement on the new procedure or um, policy is expected sometime this week. And billionaire Warren Buffett's company has again increased the size of its bet on grocery giant Kroger while scaling back several of its healthcare industry investments. Berkshire Hathaway said in its quarterly update that it picked up 11 million shares of Kroger stock during the second quarter. Buffett's company also sold off investments in biotech firm Biogen and paint maker Exalta Coating Systems and reduced its stake in General Motors. 
That is the latest in business news, by the way. Checking futures 100 minutes before the start of trade on Wall Street. The Dow futures are down 190. The NASDAQ futures are down 57. More business news coming up in less than 30 minutes right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 650. It is time for Tech Talk with Kim Commando. How can former President Trump be permanently banned from Twitter while Twitter allows the Taliban spokesman unfettered access? I'm Kim Commando with more brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. As we have an eyewitness seat to history, seeing America's stunning defeat as Afghanistan falls to the vicious Taliban, and we hear of the Taliban atrocities, the beheadings, the killings of those who surrender, the murder of children. How is it that Trump is banned from Twitter for life, but the Taliban's so-called key spokesman and his 280,000 followers on Twitter day and night, writing glowing reports such as the Taliban's advances continually normally? I'm not arguing to give Trump his Twitter account back. I'm simply asking why Twitter continues to allow global terrorists a platform. It's nothing new, just a question I pose to all of social media since 9-11. How about a little intellectual consistency, and what is your policy anyway? Get more tech news at commando.com. Whether you need it for work, school, or a special project, it's very important to have the right printer. The Epson EcoTank is a new type of printer that doesn't use cartridges. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. The Epson EcoTank printers have supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks, and they come with just a ridiculous amount of ink. If you're like me, you've tried rationing your printing to save yourself from replacing those expensive ink cartridges. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. So start printing in color all you want. You can kiss expensive cartridges goodbye already. But hurry, because the Epson EcoTank is changing the way people print. It's flying off the shelves. I just love mine. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. Make the switch today. Add the Epson EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers. Available at Sam's Club, Target, Walmart, and at Epson.com slash EcoTank Kim. Kim Commando with Tech Talk. Not TikTok, Tech Talk every weekday morning here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Also, if you're interested in technology, be listening an hour from now at 7.50 for more tech-related news. Tech Trends with Michelle Franzen talking about people buying PCs as we prepare to go back to school. It's coming up next hour on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 6.50. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6.55, a smooth ride to wherever you're going, heading to work, heading on vacation, just out for a drive to nowhere. Wherever you are, you should be in good shape at this point. Could change later today with heavy rain possible. If you see any road-related issues, we encourage you to contact us using the WNBF traffic tip line. 607-772-1290. Let us know if there are crashes or delays or 
road problems of any type. We'll include it in our next traffic and weather together update in less than 15 minutes. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Cloudy today, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce heavy rain, high 77. More heavy rain possible tonight with showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy. Fog will form overnight, low 68 tomorrow. Very wet, maybe wild. Showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds, high 78. And mostly cloudy Thursday with showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm, high 79. Extended outlook, if you want to know what's going on for the rest of the week. A chance of showers and thunderstorms Friday, partly sunny, high 82. And Saturday, mostly sunny with a chance of showers in the afternoon, high 82. Right now, it's 64 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 657. A news update coming up with ABC in exactly three minutes. It was exactly eight months ago that we were slammed by a major snowstorm. It seems to me it was the biggest snowstorm in my lifetime, the biggest storm I can recall anyway. And some areas received 41 or 42 inches of snow. In my backyard, I don't think it quite reached 40 inches. It seemed to me it was, oh, maybe only 38 or 39 inches, but I can tell you that Pops didn't like it. Daisy and Audrey, they usually don't mind playing in snow, but they don't really enjoy playing in more than three feet of heavy, wet snow. They were, what's the phrase I'm looking for, less than amused. Anyway, that was eight months ago today. No snow in the forecast. As far as we know, WNBF News Time 6... Coming up after the 8 o'clock news, the Tuesday edition of Binghamton Now. We'll talk with a woman who spent several years in Afghanistan. Now she lives in Binghamton's first ward. She has some thoughts about what's going on right now. All that plus your calls coming up on Binghamton Now starting at 810 here on WNBF Binghamton, WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning, it's 66 degrees at 7.04. little light rain, fog, and mist around today. And some showers and thunderstorms, also likely a high in the mid to upper 70s. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says the region could be in for some wet weather for the next few days. And that could cause some issues with the area roads. Forecasters say isolated thunderstorms this afternoon may produce locally heavy rain that could result in flash flooding in a few locations. The region could also feel some tropical impacts over the next few days. The National Weather Service says there could be additional rounds of heavy rainfall associated with what's left of Tropical Storm Fred as it passes through Wednesday and Thursday. Locations that experience multiple rounds of heavy rain may see urban and small stream flooding. There's also a threat of severe thunderstorms on Wednesday and Wednesday night. 
Another local county is going back to daily COVID-19 updates as the number of cases continues to soar. Broome County recently resumed slightly scaled down daily reports and without the upgrades to its COVID maps, but providing daily active case numbers. Now, Shenango County, which recorded three additional deaths due to the pandemic a week ago, says it will post daily updates in the Health Department Facebook page. Shenango County yesterday reported a total of 3,694 cases since the start of the pandemic. That is a 73-case increase over the last report a week earlier. August 9th, the county said there were three additional deaths for a total of 80. Broome reports 34 new active cases in its daily report that has now filed Monday through Friday. That's an increase of 34. Broome County also recorded two additional deaths since Friday. New York reports Broome's total cases at 19,285. Cortland County has continued daily updates and reported 34 new cases yesterday for a total of 4,757 and one additional death for a total of 66. Delaware County's weekly update covering August 6th through the 12th shows 78 new cases for a total of 2,564. There have been 40 or 52 deaths. Tioga County's numbers are not accessible. In Pennsylvania, Bradford County had 36 new cases for the week. Susquehanna, 33, and Wayne County, 59. There were no new deaths reported for the week for any of those three northern tier counties. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says health care workers in the state will be required to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Yesterday, he announced vaccination mandate that includes staff at hospitals and long-term care facilities. The requirement is scheduled to take effect on September 27th. The State Department of Health will issue the orders to New York hospitals and nursing homes. The governor's announcement indicated there would be limited exceptions for people with religious or medical reasons. According to Cuomo, three-quarters of the state's hospital workers have completed a vaccine series. A news release stated Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul's administration was briefed prior to the announcement. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf is applauding a milestone in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. The Democrat announced yesterday that 80% of the Commonwealth's population age 18 and older have received at least their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccination. Wolf says Pennsylvania ranks ninth in the country for first doses and fifth for total doses. The governor says he couldn't be prouder and says it's vitally important that the partially vaccinated get their second dose and people who have not gotten the shot get vaccinated right away. WMBF First News Time 708. New York State Police are looking for the person who was driving a vehicle involved in a deadly hit-and-run incident in Otsego County over the weekend. Investigators say a pedestrian was hit and killed on Sunday night or early Monday morning on Route 205 near Country Club Road in the town of Odeana. The driver did not stop. An update from the authorities yesterday said the vehicle had been located, but there was no further information concerning a driver. The name of the person who died has not been released. Police awful also not providing details about the type of vehicle. No injuries are reported after an out-of-town tractor-trailer driver crashed at a downtown Binghamton bridge. The trucker was five blocks away from making a delivery at the Shenango Street Family Dollar Store when the two-tall tractor-trailer struck the Norfolk Southern Railroad underpass on State Street just before 11 a.m. yesterday. A section of the metal roof of the trailer was peeled away. The driver was able to slowly back out with the help of the Binghamton police. The tractor unit indicated the truck was operated by J.B. Hunt. A sign posted on the bridge says the clearance height is 12 feet, 1 inch. Missed it by that much. 
It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7.10, it seems to be an uneventful start to our Tuesday morning. People seem to be paying close enough attention to keep their vehicles on the road and keep their trucks unstuck from the low railroad bridges. If anything happens to gum up the works in Binghamton or anywhere else around here, We'll be sure to let you know to keep you out of a jam. Who wants to wait around while some guy tries to get his truck unstuck from the railroad underpass? Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Showers and thunderstorms today. Some of the storms later today will produce heavy rain in parts of the Twin Tiers. High 77. Tonight, more showers, more thunderstorms. More heavy rain. There will be some patchy fog as well. Low 68. Tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms may be severe with damaging winds. It will be a cloudy day. High 78. And the outlook for Thursday. Still wet. Maybe a little wild. Mostly cloudy. Showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm. High 79 right now in downtown Binghamton. Officially at 64. At News Radio 1290, WNBF, the official guidance from the Weather Service, isolated thunderstorms this afternoon may produce locally heavy rainfall that could lead to flash flooding in a few locations. Then, additional rounds of heavy rainfall associated with remnants of Tropical Storm Fred will be possible tomorrow and Thursday. Locations that experience multiple rounds of heavy rain may see urban and small stream flooding. There's also a threat of severe thunderstorms tomorrow and tomorrow night. So continue to monitor the forecasts and pay attention to WNBF and other sources. If any watches or warnings are issued, we will let you know. As always, if you spot something that's weather-related or even non-weather-related, if you think it's uh, notable and potentially newsworthy, hey, shoot me a note. Why not? We set up the email. You might as well, if you have a news tip, send it to me, bob at wnbf.com, and uh, I'll look into it. You can't report everything, every single tip we receive, but we can report on uh, many of the things you see. The fact is, now more than ever, we're going to have to crowdsource the news. You're effectively deputized to be part of the news team, so if you see something in your neighborhood, you might want to uh, send an email or give us a call, because we don't know everything about everything. Coming up, we'll take a look at sports on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time 7. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Your 715 sports update. Rumble Ponies will swing back in action tonight when they're hosted by the Sea Dogs in Portland for the first of a six game series see if the weather interferes way things are looking with the forecast tonight in the next few days some rainouts would seem to be inevitable in portland by the way after they're done with the series in portland maine they'll stay in new england and start another 
six-game series against the Fisher Cats in New Hampshire. Binghamton will return home to host Richmond two weeks from today. Yes, it'll be a Tuesday, so I guess they do a two-for, or is it two-for? A two-for Tuesday deal at the uh, stadium on August 31st, two weeks from today. When the Rumble Ponies return home to Binghamton. San Francisco, a late game on the West Coast for us. Finished early this morning. Chris Bryant hit two home runs. Kevin Gaussman set a career high for wins. And the Giants beat the Mets 7-5. to In the Bronx, Joey Gallo hit a two-run homer as the Yankees beat the Angels 2 to one. New York has now won 10 of 13 and pulled within two games of Boston for the American League wildcard spot. The Yankees open a three-game series against the Red Sox this afternoon with a day-night doubleheader. Wish I was there. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to a bit of it on the radio. And uh, that's the extent of baseball news that we're uh, going to delve into for the moment. Let's take a look at the tennis world. Women's tennis star Naomi Osaka spoke to reporters for the first time since representing Japan at the Tokyo Games ahead of the Western and Southern Open. The four-time Grand Slam winner briefly stepped away from the podium after she was asked about balancing her media obligations and needing a media platform to advance her outside interests. When you say I'm not crazy about dealing with you guys, what does that refer to? Well, you've said you you don't especially like the press conference format. Mm. Yet that seems to be the, the, obviously, the most widely used means of communicating to the media and through the media to the public. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> well, it's true. She doesn't like the press conference format. But then, in fairness, who does? Reporters don't like the press conference format. Nobody that I'm aware of really likes the press conference format, but looks like we're stuck with it. Anyway, that's that was just part of... Um, Naomi Osaka's uh, return to greet the vicious media. We'll have more later this hour. And trust me, it was emotional. 718 WNBF Money News with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors pushed the major stock indexes to new record highs to start the week after shaking off some disappointing economic news out of China. The Dow Jones finished up 110 points at 35,625. The S&P 500 gained about 12 points. The Nasdaq Composite lost 29. The Federal Reserve may be months away from scaling back its easy money policies. The Wall Street Journal says several Fed officials want to begin pulling back on bond purchases, possibly as soon as November. Spirit Airlines says recent flight disruptions affected tens of thousands of customers, caused chaos at airports around the country, and cost it about $50 million in revenue. As a result, the carrier is now scaling back its third quarter service schedule. Check the freezer. The Food and Drug Administration has expanded a recall of shrimp from Avanti Frozen Foods. Nine people in four different states have come down with salmonella after eating products from that company. Jim Ryan, 
ABC News. Checking futures, Dow futures down 236, NASDAQ futures down 63. The market's open on Wall Street in two hours, ten minutes at 9.30. That's the latest from the business world. We'll have money news throughout the day and big business updates at once. Right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF. This is Binghamton's first news program. We're just 50 minutes away from Binghamton's talk program called Binghamton Now. And I uh, hope you'll stick around for that. Of course, today there's so much to talk about. Perusing another banner headline on the front page of the New York Times, Facing Afghan Chaos, Biden Defends Exit. The uh, lead by Michael Shear and David Sanger in the Times, President Biden offered a defiant defense of his decision to withdraw troops from Afghanistan, blaming the swift collapse of the Afghan government and chaotic scenes at the Kabul airport on the refusal of the country's military to stand and fight in the face of the Taliban advance. So we will talk about that. We also will be speaking with a Binghamton woman, Marianne Callahan, who join us at 8.30. She has some insights into what's been going on in Afghanistan in recent years. She actually spent nearly a decade in Afghanistan working on a special journalism initiative, and Marianne Callahan will join us in just over an hour during Binghamton Now to talk about the terrible things going on right now in Afghanistan. Um, I sense it's likely to be an emotional live conversation and uh, we will talk with her about that right here on news radio 1290 722 this is first news Seven twenty-three at WNBF. You want solutions? We've got solutions. KSOSolutions.com. Karen Sweet O'Neill, Insurance Solutions. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Super duper. <laughs> Very good on this <laughs> rainy morning. Yeah. Well, you know, into every life, a little rain must fall. Hey, we need the rain. Oh my gosh! You know, August showers bring devastating floods. <laughs> I oh, hope not. I'm, I'm not. No. 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 That's negative, Bob. Strike Don't that. be negative. Okay. Yeah. August August showers bring September flowers. <clears throat> okay, we'll take it. <laughs> bring out some mums. Yes, yes. Hello, mum. Mummy dearest. <sighs> that was a movie, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it was. Joan Crawford. Yes, yes. Oh, that was a strange oh, movie. It was a good movie. It was a good movie, but strange, yes, with a capital <laughs> S. Anyway, a preview of tomorrow's special segment that uh, will begin at about 7.20 tomorrow. What will we be discussing? We will be talking about the estimated Social Security cost of living adjustment. It could be as high, you know, as 6.2%, which is the largest by far, Bob, in nearly four decades. And that's a welcome sign for people that are collecting Social Security. You know, last year, it wasn't a very high um, increase. It was like 1.6, 
in 2020, so that's hardly anything to talk about, you know, about maybe $30, $35 a month increase in your Social Security check. So the jump from 1.6 to 6.2%. We're going to talk about how much money that's going to be tomorrow. And also, it's not a definite. However, what normally happens, Bob, is that that Medicare Part B premium that people have to pay for their health insurance that are on Medicare, a lot of times it negates that increase in your Social Security. So hopefully, and well, I would say definitely it won't negate that going forward in 2022. So we might be able to see our senior citizens, Medicare beneficiaries, receive a little bit more in their paychecks. Oh, you know, Because I consider Social Security their paycheck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's some good news. So that'll be tomorrow morning at about 7.20. In the meantime, if people would like to get in touch with you. They can give us a call at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. And all of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance, in the yellow pages. Karen Sweet O'Neill, and we will speak with you tomorrow morning right here on First News Binghamton. I hope you have a great Tuesday. Very good, Bob. I hope you do the same. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we have no traffic trouble to report at the moment. If any traffic trouble develops, we will alert you at once here on WNBF. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Showers and thunderstorms today. There could be some heavy rain, high 77. Some more heavy rain possible tonight, along with patchy fog, low 68. Showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds, the high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 64 at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 727. Let's get some political insights from ABC. Now your political insights from ABC News. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell can't understand U.S. intelligence being so wrong about the quick Taliban takeover. It was pretty obvious to me what was going to happen. President Biden saying it was Donald Trump's deal with the Taliban. All right, well, we got the gist of it. (laughs) There's finger pointing and disputes, I will say. When it comes to a politics, no matter whether it's about a problem with respect to uh, America's foreign policy or problems with respect to, oh, we'll just say, America's domestic policy. When something goes wrong, it's always, always a great time for people to start pointing fingers and deflecting blame because, as always, it's like when you know somebody busted the... Um, the planter or whatever in the living room you got four kids standing around and isn't it funny when the authorities come nobody did it 728 w this is wnbs first news here's kathy white A little fog and mist around this morning, and that is going to be the case for maybe the next few days as we're looking at some 
Rain activity coming in through the area. The National Weather Service currently says 66 degrees at the airport, a high today getting into the mid to upper 70s. The Taliban have declared an amnesty across Afghanistan and urged women to join their government. The militants are seeking to reassure a wary population that their rule will be different this time. Today's comments come a day after a deadly chaos gripped the main airport as desperate crowds tried to flee the country. Following a blitz across Afghanistan that saw many cities fall to the insurgents without a fight, the Taliban have sought to portray themselves as a more moderate group than they had when they imposed brutal rule in the late 1990s. But many Afghans remain skeptical. While there were no major reports of abuses or fighting in the capital of Kabul as the Taliban now patrols its streets, many residents staying inside and remain fearful. United Nations urging the Taliban to keep its promises of amnesty and inclusiveness toward women. UN Human Rights Office spokesman Rupert Colville told reporters today in Geneva that the Taliban's recent statements on the surface are reassuring. He adds their actions speak deeper than words and it's very early now. It's very fluid. Tropical Storm Fred has weakened to a depression as it spreads heavy rain across the southeastern U.S. Well, Grace has strengthened again into a tropical storm, drenching Haitians in the aftermath of Saturday's earthquake. No deaths have been reported from Fred, although thousands of Florida Panhound residents are without power, and a tornado watch is in effect in Georgia. WMBF First News Time 732. New York health officials say they soon will issue state guidance on giving additional COVID-19 vaccine doses to people with severely weakened immune systems now that federal government is allowing them extra vaccinations. The state health commissioner, Dr. Howard Zucker, said Saturday the state's vaccine task force met Friday to discuss the matter. Dr. Zucker says the group will complete its review quickly. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration said Friday that transplant recipients and other similar immune-compromised patients can get a third dose of the usually two-dose Pfizer or Moderna vaccines, but that does not apply to the general public. However, a federal guideline on booster shots is expected to come in the upcoming days. WMBF First News Time, 733. The state ordered hospital and nursing home workers yesterday to get COVID-19 inoculations, and New York City is poised to start requiring them on Tuesday. The new policies aim to goad people into getting vaccinated in New York State. Like the rest of the U.S., New York is confronting a coronavirus powered by the highly infectious Delta variant. New York State Police are investigating a hit-and-run collision in Oneana that has left a pedestrian dead. Troopers say they've located the vehicle but are looking for information about the driver who hit a pedestrian on Route 205 near Country Club Road late Sunday night or early yesterday morning and left the scene. Authorities have not released the name of the pedestrian who was killed or a description of the vehicle. Pennsylvania State Police in Susquehanna County are not giving up on an over four-year-old homicide case. Authorities have again released information about the death of Calvin Eugene Fitchter. Fitchter's body was discovered in the upstairs bedroom of his home on Cal's Way in Great Bend Township with several gunshot wounds when troopers responded to the home at 3 p.m. on November 21st of 2016. A handgun belonging to Fitchter was missing from the home. Cash reward is being offered. Anyone with information can call 570-465-3154. 
The New York State Assembly Judiciary Committee may be dropping those impeachment proceedings against the soon-to-be former governor, Andrew Cuomo, but the Speaker of the House promises there will be a public report. While Carl Hasty announced Friday that under legal advice, the committee could not impeach Cuomo as he would no longer be a sitting elected official, the legislative report on alleged misdeeds will be made public. Cuomo has been under scrutiny after being implicated by an attorney general investigation into sexual harassment against 11 women, as well as the underreported of COVID-19 nursing home deaths, possible use of public resources in the writing of his multi-million dollar book on his response to the pandemic, and even on the construction of the replacement to the Tappan Zee Bridge, which the governor renamed the Mario Cuomo Bridge in honor of his late father, former New York Governor Mario Cuomo. There's no indication on just when the Judiciary Committee finding may be released to the public. It's 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. News Radio 738 News Radio 1290 WNBF WNBF.com. Oh, Chris Cuomo was back on the cable news network, CNN. Before we wrap up tonight, there's one more thing I do want to say about me, my brother, my family, and you. First, thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate the concern and the support. I really do. My brother, as you know, resigned as governor of New York and will be stepping down next week. There are a lot of people feeling a lot of hurt and a lot of pain right now. And my hope is that ultimately everyone involved can get to a better place. That some higher good will be served in all of this. As for me, I've told you it's never easy being in this business and coming from a political family, especially now. This situation is unlike anything I could have imagined. And yet I know what matters at work and at home. Everyone knows you support your family. I know and appreciate that you get that. But you should also know I never covered my brother's troubles because I obviously have a conflict. And there are rules at CNN about that. I said last year that his appearances on this show would be short-lived. And they were. The last was over a year ago, long before any kind of scandal. I also said back then that a day would come when he would have to be held to account, and I can't do that. I said point blank, I can't be objective when it comes to my family. Well, that's a bit of what Chris Cuomo had to say on CNN last night. He was on vacation last week. Of course, it was a week ago today. And Andrew Cuomo announced he planned to resign as governor of New York, effective in 14 days. WNBF News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No serious traffic trouble to report at the moment. If you plan to head south into Susquehanna County, PennDOT advises a lane restriction will be in place on 81 southbound near the Gibson exit. That'll be going on today, tomorrow, and Thursday for planned patching. Of course, it could be affected by the unplanned rain. So at least be prepared for possible patching on that part of Interstate 81 southbound near Gibson. 
Forecast from the National Weather Service. Showers and thunderstorms today. Some storms could produce heavy rain. High 77. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. More heavy rain possible. Patchy fog developing. Low 68. Showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Some storms could be severe with damaging winds. High 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 66 at WNBF. Guidance from the National Weather Service about uh, potential hazardous weather. Isolated thunderstorms this afternoon may produce locally heavy rainfall that could lead to flash flooding in a few spots. Then tomorrow... And Thursday, more rounds of heavy rainfall associated with the remnants of Tropical Storm Fred. Locations that experience multiple rounds of heavy rain may see urban and small stream flooding. There also will be a threat of severe thunderstorms tomorrow and tomorrow night. And we will keep you posted of any watches or warnings that may be issued by the National Weather Service. If you see weather-related issues, any kind of trouble, you can always let us know about it on our tip line, 607-772-1290. You can also shoot me a note if you want, bob at wnbf.com, and I'll do my best to check it out. WNBF News Time, 7. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Ponies hit the road tonight. They are scheduled to play in Portland, weather permitting, the first of six scheduled games. The first pitch is set for 6 o'clock this evening against the Sea Dogs. Not a good night for the Mets out in San Francisco. Unfortunately, the uh, Giants were victorious, defeating New York 7-5. to Chris Bryant hit two home runs. Kevin Gossman set a career high for wins. In that victory for the Giants, Brandon Crawford had four hits to continue his surge at the plate over the past month. Yankees had a big win in the Bronx in a low-scoring game. Joey Gallo hit a two-run homer as New York beat the L.A. Angels 2-1. to one. New York now has won 10 of 13 and pulled within two games of Boston for an American League wildcard spot. The Yankees opened the three-game series against the Red Sox with a day-night doubleheader starting this afternoon. We'll see how that goes. As they say, weather permitting. Not sure if the weather is going to permit, but... Keep our fingers crossed. Next few days don't look particularly good for baseball in the Northeast. Women's tennis star Naomi Osaka had a chance to chat with reporters for the first time since the Olympics ahead of the Western and Southern Open. The four-time Grand Slam winner briefly stepped away from the podium after she was asked about trying to balance media obligations and, of course, needing a media platform to advance so-called outside interests. And this is the moment when Naomi Osaka decided to leave. Um, Sorry. No, you're super good. Okay, I think we're just going to take a quick break. Just uh, we'll be back in one moment. Well, 
an emotional uh, end to the Q&A with reporters. As we mentioned earlier this hour, it is very clear that Naomi Osaka doesn't like answering questions in press conferences. She doesn't like the format. And maybe, maybe it should just be dropped if, you know, for anybody who doesn't want to answer questions from reporters, they shouldn't feel compelled to do it. So that's what happened during that uh, meet-up with reporters a short time ago. 7.48 at WNBF, WNBF.com. On a Tuesday morning, it's August 17th. Let's take a look at business news. Asian stock markets decline today amid the turmoil in Afghanistan and unease about China's economic outlook after July activity was weaker than expected. The uh, Dow and the S&P closed Monday at record highs, but the way things are shaping up for Tuesday trading, um, they probably aren't going to do very well today. Checking Dow futures down 236, NASDAQ futures down 63. Markets will open at 9.30 on Wall Street, 101 minutes from now. U.S. experts are planning to recommend COVID vaccine boosters for every American, regardless of age, eight months after they receive their second dose of the shot. The goal will be to ensure lasting protection against the coronavirus as the Delta variant spreads across the country. An announcement is probably coming this week, probably in the next couple of days. T-Mobile is investigating a leak of its data after someone took to an online forum offering to sell the personal information of cell phone users. The company says that it has confirmed there was unauthorized access to some T-Mobile data. They say they're trying to determine the scope of the breach and exactly who was affected. It also said it was confident that it has closed the entry point used to gain access. As they say, it's tantamount to closing the barn door after the horses, cows, and pigs have left the building. But at least they did something. Um, Vice's motherboard had reported someone was offering to sell personal data for more than 100 million people. T-Mobile won't say how many of its customers were affected. That's the latest in Money News from News Radio 1290 on this Tuesday morning. Now, Tech Trends at 7.50. From ABC News, Tech Trends. The PC market is heating up for back-to-school season. Details after this. Be sure to listen to Binghamton Now. Coming up this morning on WNBF, Binghamton Now, starting after the 8 o'clock news, only on News Radio 1290. Valentina Palladino is Engadget's commerce editor. She says if you're looking for a new Windows laptop ahead of the new school year, it pays to stick with the big brands. So obviously Microsoft, they make their own Surface laptops. And then we have Dell and HP. 
um, and Acer, those types of big names we generally like. Specifically, Engadget recommends the Dell XPS 13-inch laptop. It is very powerful for what you get in terms of like a, a smaller laptop. Um, again, another really great daily driver for any type of college student. And if you're on a budget, Acer in particular makes a number of really good affordable Windows laptops. So we recommend looking at that brand. Plus, Microsoft recently announced its latest operating system, Windows 11. We'll have to wait and see which new laptops actually support Windows 11. And that will th- that information will kind of come out as the fall progresses. With Tech Trends, I'm Michelle Franz on ABC News. And Tech Trends, weekday mornings here on First News Binghamton. Of course, if you're up earlier at 6.50, be sure to catch Kim Commando with her. WNBF News Time, 7.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And no serious travel problems reported to us here at WNBF. We will keep you posted throughout the morning if anything does happen that could slow you down on area roadways. A forecast from the National Weather Service showers and thunderstorms today. Some storms could produce heavy rain. High 77. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could be severe with a low of 68. More showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Damaging winds possible. The high 78. The outlook for Thursday. Mostly cloudy with showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm. The high Thursday 79. Right now it's 66 in downtown Binghamton. At News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 7. The Tuesday edition of Binghamton now starts after the news.